1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. How about we start with the uh, the sales numbers as we approach or here
2: we are just about at the end of October. Sounds good. And uh, October has been Phenomenal. I mean, if you think about what happened last October, and 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 it was a, a transitional month, so it was it was pretty good. We thought it was a good October. There was eleven hundred and fourteen sales in New York region last October. A lot of inventory on the market. We had four thousand six hundred ninety-two homes actively listed in two thousand seventeen for October, and and if you look at what's happened now, in in a lot of regions and a lot of areas. Inventory seems to have doubled, or or at least been a lot higher than normal. In New York region, it's not that bad. We have five thousand four hundred and seventy nine homes listed right now, uh, so it's it's a bit of a an increase, but it's manageable. And when you look at our sales, we're on pace for the month of October. So you know, in four or five more days, you're gonna see October hit about eleven 1, hundred and seventy, eleven 1, hundred and ninety homes. So that's pretty good. So if you think about Uh, how many homes per day we've sold, we've surpassed not only October of last year, but even September of this year, which was a really hot month. So activity continues, and it's great to see. And you said something there. You
1: said, um,
2: what's normal? Is there
1: anything that's normal anymore? Not anymore. Not not in this industry,
2: right? Yeah, it's just like October, like the fall has been the new spring. So, you know, traditionally, if you want to say traditionally, over the last 10, 15, 20 years you've seen the spring market as the hot market for real estate. And that's transitioned a bit now. So with all the changes and everyone, you know, taking a few months to get accustomed to the the new uh, reality if you want to call it, you start to see that the fall is the new spring. And and we've been so active this fall and it's still active. I mean, we're heading into November and things are still you're still seeing for sale signs come up. When was the last time you saw that at the end of October? You're still seeing multiple offers. We had, we had a, a client just this week, three offers on a property. So you're starting to see that again. And that's a sign that this is going to continue. And people are scrambling right now. They're, they're trying to get into homes before Christmas time. So they're still out there shopping. And that's, you know, a five, six week closing. And so what do you think accounts for this shift from going from spring to fall, where it's the now is the hot season? Pent up demand. There there was hardly any activity from January to May and our market was really quiet. So we had a lot of inventory and the buyers were out there, but they were sitting on the fence because there were so many rumors that you know the market's going to shift, the market's going to crash. This is a bubble. And as people, as the consumer confidence grew, and you think back to our provincial election and it was pretty much right after the election, that the market just started to take off and gain momentum because consumer confidence returned to the marketplace.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what you talked about earlier this year. We had the stress test at the beginning of the year. We had an election looming. Folks didn't know what was going to happen. And I think, as you suggested earlier, that, um, you know, I think everyone took a collective sigh and now they're going forward and signing on the dotted line, aren't they?
2: They are. And there's peace of mind. And that's what this is a major purchase. You know, this is the biggest purchase that a consumer is going to make. For sure. And and if you don't have that confidence in the market or if you don't have the peace of mind that you know prices aren't going to fall 10%, 20%, 30%, that's what's going to get you to get off the fence, and that's happening now.
1: Now, before we get to how do you prepare and get everything ready so that we can hit that closing date? Uh, has there been a particular area in the region that's been hotter than other areas,
2: or are you seeing... It's sort of a busyness across the board. East Gwillingbury has been hot. And, uh, you know, East Gwillingbury, we don't really think of it as a hot market, but there's a lot of development there. There's people moving up from other areas like, you know, Markham and and Richmond Hill, and they're moving north to East Gwillingbury. So East Gwillingbury, if I had to pick one area that's been hot in October, Mm -hmm. that's the area. It it surpassed midway through the month. It had already surpassed what it did last October. So that's great news for for people in East Guillembury, and it's also affordable. So you have a lot more eyeballs on listings there because it is affordable. It's not that much farther, you know, away from a Richmond Hill or an Aurora or anything like that.
1: So when you talk about affordability in this area,
2: what are we looking at? What's that price point? You know, the average price point for the for this year for 2018 in East Guillembury is about just over eight hundred thousand. And and that's if you look at other areas like if you're looking at King, the average price this year is one point four one million. Wow! If you're looking at Markham, you're you're almost at nine hundred thousand. Now remember, East Guelphberry is all houses. Mm-hmm. Markham, you're looking at a mix of condos in there as well, so that brings the average price down. But if you're looking detached to detached for $800,000 in East Glenbury, you get more home than you do anywhere else in the region right now.
1: And what do you anticipate going forward as we approach November and the end of
2: 2018? I believe we're going to be active until probably mid-December when things start to quiet down for Christmas. I mean, there's like I mentioned earlier, a lot of our clients still believe they want to be in their new house before Christmas. So, you know, the this is crunch time. So November is going to be pretty crazy. Now you're starting to get, even if you buy, say, by the middle of November or the end of November, you've only got a few weeks before you got to move. So you have to get everything ready. You have to have, you know, all uh, all your ducks in a row and be ready to pounce on the deal when it happens. And
1: how do you do that? What kind of advice do you give clients to have all of those ducks in a row?
2: You know, if you look back to, you know, a few years ago, any lawyer would look at you and say, are you crazy? You can't get everything done in three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. But now with, you know, not only the land registry system being online and and a lot easier for lawyers to navigate through for closings, but also systems like all the agents at REMAX Prime Properties use a system called MoveSnap. Now, MoveSnap makes it... It's so easy for clients that are moving to to transfer utilities or to book movers or in any aspect of the actual move itself. It simplifies it to the point where on your computer in about 10 minutes, you can have everything done. So now you're not waiting on the phone for two hours with the hydro company and an hour with Bell or Rogers. Everything is automated. And, you know, we're going to be bringing on Reuven Gorsh to, to speak about Moosenap a bit as well during uh, our, our moving show aspect of it. But it just simplifies the process, and when when you can simplify that process for your clients, it makes the move more enjoyable for them because they're not stressed anymore. so it does make it a lot easier. It's the automation part that makes it a lot easier, so it is still doable in the next couple of weeks. and is
1: this a tool that is accessed only by agents or as a consumer as a client, would I be able to access this myself?
2: It's a tool that agents will purchase for their clients, and uh, you know our whole goal is to make the move less stressful for our clients. And this is one way we can give back to them and say, here, this is for you to use. And, you know, let us know if you need any help. But this is going to answer all your questions and transfer all your utilities as well, change your mailing address. It's an all-encompassing tool for the move itself.
1: As Asif mentioned, when we come back, we'll meet the co founder of Move Snap and still ahead on the show this week's hot listing. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 1059 The Region.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him 416 985 Khan. That's 416 985 5426 or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now back to On the Market on 1059 The Region.
1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market. This is York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties.
2: Thank you, Tina. Joining us now, as promised, is CEO and co-founder of Movesnap, Reuven Gorsh. Reuven, welcome. Thank you, Asif. Thanks for having me. Reuven, we're talking a lot about how to m- simplify the process of moving and you know, allow the consumer to be able to change not only their address and everything but utilities online. Tell us a little bit about you know the the brainstorming behind creating MoveSnap and and how you first started.
3: Sure. No. So uh, so the story uh, started with uh, me being at work one day and my my cell phone rang. I was in a meeting, I ignored it, then it rang again, and it was actually my wife on the other line, I walked out of the meeting room, and she's just been pulled over and uh, issued uh, literally, I think it was about three tickets for not updating the vehicle registration, the license, the insurance, all those things, and she was in pure panic, and of course those are things that I was on the hook for uh, as part of our move, <laughs> of we had course. moved a few weeks earlier. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so if you look at, you know, moving is one of those, uh, is one of those things that, you know, people do, but everyone, everyone's reluctant because as you mentioned before, it was, it's a, it's an extremely stressful activity. You've got about 50 or 60 things you've got to juggle in a very short period of time. And the stress level just goes up because you don't know where to go, what to do, who to trust specifically to, uh, to get some of these things done. Uh, so MoveSnap essentially is is a one-stop shop where uh, we're using technology to essentially take you through the entire customized flow. Um, so whether you're a first-time buyer, whether you haven't moved in 30 years and you're downsizing to a condo and such, we give you a personalized scenario whereby you can follow step-by-step and automate a lot of the processes and a lot of the things that you need to do for your particular move and take the stress and take an, even the
2: thinking out of the process. And that's that's a great point because, you know, as realtors and as real estate lawyers, everyone is so focused on changing utilities because that's what the focus is on, you know, closing costs and adjusting utilities and making sure that meters have been transferred. But you're right. No one really thinks to look at their driver's license or their vehicle insurance. It's, it's usually after you start receiving the first or second bill in the mail and you say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, I need to change this as well. So that's a great point. And how many people you know, forget that aspect of it. But you also have other things on there for clients like moving companies and and, and such. So tell us a little bit about all the other things that you guys cover with MoveSnap and, and how it all goes into helping clients. For sure. Every situation is a little bit different um, in that
3: people now subscribe to different varieties of services uh for example you know people have a a fishing license uh osap and and various other accounts that they've got to deal with other governments or businesses and all those things need to be updated to a certain extent some of them have implications like for example you've got about six days after your moving date to update your driver's license and if you get pulled over like my wife did on the seventh day then you're basically due for a ticket Um, so a lot of those things unfortunately uh, the information is out there if you really want to get to it but if you think about Again, the consumer, your entire life is in boxes after you've moved. This is the sixth or seventh day. And the last thing you want to think about is going to uh, the uh, the ministry and changing and updating your driver's license. So those are the things that we've sort of automated for you to remember um, and uh, and give you the reminders, give you the workflow so that you know exactly what you need to do so you don't get caught in some of those situations. And it, and it really comes down to... Um, the, the major things it comes down to updating your, your banks, your, of course, your insurance providers need to be updated for your home auto life insurance, um, right down to very serious things like immigration. Uh, a lot of people have, uh, applications in process and those are things that are, uh, very mandatory by the government or have some
2: serious implications if you don't update them when you move. Yeah, are these third-party sites, or are you sending them reminders to go to these sites? Is is most of this done on the MoveSnap site? How? how what's the process?
3: It's it's a bit of a mix. Uh, again, the, the process is so fragmented that there's literally hundreds of different options, configurations, and possibilities. So we try to keep the experience as coherent as we can in terms of uh, personalizing to the individual or to the family that's moving. Um, so it's a mix of uh, both... Uh, uh, 3rd party sites and uh, and some of our own technology that's driving that process as well.
1: I know you talked a little bit about where this idea came from and how it came to you. But do you have a background then in IT? Like, how did you know that I could bring all of this together under one umbrella? How did this come?
3: I have, so I've got a background in business and technology. So my entire life has really been about problem solving, finding big problems that people really have, validating that they have that problem and that they indeed have that problem. Uh, but also seeing how technology can solve it. Now, you know, technology has been such a big part of our lives. Now, you know, the way we order food, the way we uh, grab a taxi like an Uber is very different. Uh, Technology really hasn't touched anything um, with regards to moving and stuff starting to proliferate, obviously, in in real estate, making uh, the process of purchasing or even uh, leasing a home much simpler. So that's an area that is really starting to grow and, and emerge. So when we started... Sort of doing the uh, the planning and some of the early development. That was the one big question that we needed to answer: Can we actually centralize all all those processes and do a great job at it?
2: And a lot of stuff we forget because we're all on e bills now. So you're not right. receiving those paper bills to remind you to change it. Uh, I'm just thinking back. There was there was a time when I went to use a credit card and and it didn't work. And when I called them, they said, "Well, we've been sending your bill to this other address and you haven't responded and uh, or they've had it returned." But it's things that we don't remember. So having these reminders is it's a great thing for the consumer and they remember it. We're getting a lot of great emails back from clients that are using the MoveSnap system and just thanking us for, you know, giving them that that opportunity to change everything and how they've forgotten certain things or had forgot certain things and how it just it it ties everything together and brings it into one place. So is it the agent then that walks the client, the consumer through the process? It's not the agent, but they receive emails as soon as, so as soon as the deal is completed, our office will send them an email and say, this is your registration and your password into the MoveSnap system. And as they go on, they put in their current address and their future address, and it just walks them through. So, Ruben, tell us a little bit about how how it determines which utility companies they are on, or does the client select it, and what the process is from there on
3: sure so we've got we've got a pretty extensive database that we keep updated for utility companies, for insurance companies, for financial services, obviously. Uh, as businesses come and go and, and amalgamate, for example, we've had a big amalgamation here in York region with uh, Electra and PowerStream becoming that's under right. one umbrella. Uh, so we, our job is to essentially keep on top of everything that's going on, uh, whereas uh, the consumer generally doesn't, unless they really look at their bill. Or in the case of e-billing, uh, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And keep in mind, people don't move every day. So uh, we keep that data. And again, based on addresses, and even if it's down to a specific condo, some condos today have sub-metering. Uh, arrangements where it's uh, essentially one bill goes to the condo and then they submeter every unit. So we'll know the uh, property management company and a submetering company. that's that's what we do in in the background in terms of really keeping that uh, data up to date um and ensuring that uh, from a consumer's perspective, they've always got the latest utility provider, they've got the latest insurance uh, company, they've got the latest telcos that service the area, et cetera.
1: Well, wow, you've talked about consumers that it sounds like you've got so many bases covered here. Um, So you've talked about consumers maybe who haven't moved in a long time who are thinking about downsizing. What about those consumers that Asif has talked about quite extensively on this show who are investing in a property, for example, purchasing a condo um, for rental purposes? Would you help them through that process then as well? Yeah, we absolutely do. So
3: actually, as part of uh, assuming ownership of a rental, and a lot of people uh, kind of struggle with the process of setting up the utility. So as a landlord, you've still got to set up the utilities in your name initially, and most utilities utility companies actually mandate that. You've got to get your insurance, uh, your, your landlord's insurance coverage in place. So those are some of the things that we help with uh, landlords or investor types as well.
2: That's great. So when you, have, uh, when you have someone moving from a house to, say, a condo, how does that tie in? Because is, is, there's different things that you need to set up for a condo than, than there is a home. And for insurance companies, do you have insurance companies online that they can transfer their address? Or, or is it more of a reminder that goes out to them to say, hey, don't forget to change your mm-hmm. insurance over? It uh, again.
3: It, every situation is going to be a little bit different. Some condos will have utilities included. Some will be serviced by sub metering. So that that's where a lot of our data comes in, and constantly keeping on top of. Uh, which uh, property manager services which condo because even uh, intricacies like booking an elevator, you'll still need to contact the property manager. A lot of condos now require a certain amount of cash deposit to be put down before you can even book the elevator. Some condos will require an insurance policy in place. So those are the the little details that we also sort of quarterback um, to make sure that the consumer is always aware, so they don't get caught in a trap. So we've had uh, folks, for example, hire a moving company, show up to the loading dock of the condo, to only find out they can't book the elevator because they haven't got the insurance or they haven't put down the deposit, and obviously that causes stress and mm. that causes tons of delay and and and, uh, and financial ramifications.
2: So you know we our agents are a little bit spoiled because we've been using the service for our clients since pretty much when you guys started in in business and it was just a no-brainer it's a phenomenal service and our clients love it how many agents are out there using this service for their clients and and what's the growth been like for your company i mean it sounds like everyone should be on it
3: <laughs> no it's a, it's a really great question so our growth has really been phenomenal um it it also depends on the types of agents that we work with. So we work with a lot of the top agents, the brokerages and teams. Uh, we we have seen again tremendous growth, tremendous feedback uh, from our agent population. A lot of uh, a lot of great support from folks like yourself. And, uh, we continue to grow. I think uh, the, the challenge of any, uh, any business like ours in, in technology and especially being a startup is making sure people are aware that we exist. Uh, cause again, the last time your clients probably moved, uh, they've used a checklist or yeah. they haven't used, you know, they've used a little notepad and scribbled stuff on, uh, on the back of it in terms of their to do. So this is something new. We're trying to, uh, unveil it sort of to the, to the world. And, and as we do, we, we're finding some tremendous success. Mm-hmm.
2: Riven, thank you very much for that information on Movesnap and, and for making our clients' lives so much easier during Moves. Thank you so much. It's our pleasure.
1: Thanks for being here. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. Asif, our first one comes from Joe in Maple. He wants to know if you can explain what are closing costs and how much should
2: he budget if he finds and buys his dream home? Great question, Joe. Now, with closing costs, there's the largest part of the closing cost is your land transfer tax, and it depends on where you're buying. So, if you're buying here in the region, you're lucky because there's just the one land transfer tax. But say you're buying in the four one six. Now you've got the city of Toronto's close. Uh, sorry, land transfer tax as well. So you're going to have two land transfer taxes if you're buying in the city of Toronto. One if you're buying o- outside of that. So. And does that apply to condos or houses? It does. Okay. It, it does. So, and. Uh, and then the other aspect of that is legal fees. So roughly for legal fees, you're looking at about, I would say between a thousand and fourteen hundred dollars. Uh, you know, uh, part of the legal fees is title insurance, and and I believe everyone right now should be purchasing title insurance a, a when they're purchasing a, a new home or a, a a condo. The other thing that sometimes you can get away with, and sometimes you may not be able to get away with is utility deposits. So, if you're a brand new homeowner, you're going to have to put down a, a utility deposit. If you're just transferring your utilities and you've had good payment history with them, they'll, they'll waive that sometimes. So, once you have your land transfer tax taken care of, budget maybe another three, four, or five thousand dollars just to have uh, in your account as things come up. You can use that towards your closing costs.
1: So, there are things
2: that come up, as you say. There is, and, and it's best to be prepared for that.
1: Our next question comes from Suki and Markham. She is hoping to buy her first home next spring. She doesn't really say where she's looking, if she wants to stay in Markham or not, but she wants to spend the next few months getting to know the
2: neighborhoods. How does she begin, and what should she be looking for? Well, Suki, again, a great question. And, you know, first, the first thing you need to do is consult with a realtor because we want to know you know, what's your motivation to be in certain areas? Is it schools? Is it, you know, close to relatives? Is it close to amenities? Because once we know that, we can give you a few different areas that you can consider. And then you drive out there. We've had clients that would drive out to areas and just see what the neighbors are like, you know, see see how they maintain their properties. And and that'll tell you if you're a good fit for that area or if that area is a good fit for, for your lifestyle. So, you know, once we can narrow down a few areas and once we know what your absolute, you know, needs and wants are in a community, we'll be able to help you, uh, you know, help guide you to those areas.
1: Is there um a time of day, maybe a day of the week that you
2: should be cruising these hoods and and checking it out? Usually, some some of the clients that uh, stalk neighborhoods, they'll go out. Uh, they, <laughs> they'll go out. Stalk, at <laughs> I cruise, go ahead. <laughs> they'll go out and they'll visit neighborhoods at different times. So you want to go in the daytime and see what the neighborhood's like in the daytime. You want to go on a Saturday afternoon and you know, are there kids playing out there? Is it pretty safe? And you want to go in the evening as well. So once you get there, then you can kind of see the area in different light and. and and see what's happening in the area, see who lives in the area, and that'll give you a better idea on if that area is a great fit for your family.
1: Asif, if uh, listeners have a question for you, how do they connect with you
2: directly? Let's remind them. You can email me at asif at thehomeshop.ca, or you can call me 416-985-5426.
1: Time now for our Hot Listing of the Week. Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties joins
4: us. Heather, over to you. Thanks, Tina. This week's hot listing is easily the most gorgeous home on the market right now in the highly desirable area of Cornell. This house is huge. It's 3,200 square feet. It's got a finished basement. The finished basement has two additional bedrooms, and the bathroom down there is gorgeous. Um, It's also got a stunning open loft as well. And everything in this house has been extensively upgraded. And I'm not talking builder upgrades here. These are custom upgrades throughout. We're talking wainscoting, crown molding, beautiful hardwood flooring, pot lights, and a chef-inspired kitchen with a Wolf gas range. This house is perfect for entertaining. It's got a double garage um, as well as a parking pad right next to it. This home is just gorgeous inside and out. It's got beautiful curb appeal and is situated right next to a park in the beautiful community of Cornell.
2: It really is stunning. I had the pleasure of walking through this house last week and. The first thing that hit me was the closet door. They're like ten feet closet doors, and they're just stunning. So as you walk through, not only the the upgraded tiles, they're the larger tiles, the the just the the layout of the home and that loft that you talked about upstairs. What a great place for kids to hang out and do their homework or just watch TV or read a book, and they're right in the parents' eyes. So it's a great space not only for a young family but also extended families with those. The extra space in the basement with the two bedrooms and the, that incredible bathroom down there, a bar, it's just a, a stunning home.
1: Sounds like lots really of options. Is. And Heather, you mentioned a parking pad. Can you explain for our listeners what that is?
4: Okay, so what the owners have done was they've taken out a portion of the yard and put interlock there. So when they drive up, there's an additional parking spot next to the garage. So instead of the two parking spaces, now you've got three.
1: Sounds
2: fantastic. And Asif, you can never have enough closet space, right? You can't. And so even in the master bedroom, there's a there's a walk in his and hers closet there. So it's just ample space, ample storage space. The park next door is just incredible for if you if you have kids, there's a forest across the street to hike through. The location is absolutely incredible.
1: Okay, so Heather, one more time, let's give our listeners the location, where in Cornell we can find this property, the list price, and where listeners can find more information.
4: The house is um, at 474 Hill Avenue. That's in Cornell. The acting price on this one is $1.5 million. And for more information, they can contact James Provis at 905-554-5522.
1: Terrific. Thanks, Heather.
4: Thanks. Great.
1: Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Asif. Another great show. Jam packed. That was. That's absolutely. A lot of info. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him 416 985 Khan. That's 416 985 5426. Or email asif at ca.